Sometimes people are overwhelming. They want more and more and more and more. There's not a person in this room who doesn't have somebody in your life who's not complaining because you're not there enough or you don't call enough or you don't text enough or you didn't come see me or you didn't do this or you missed my birthday or you missed Halloween or you don't act like you used to act. And we're overwhelmed because the people who make the biggest withdrawals. You know, no matter you're going through no matter what type of situation you're in you can always find a friend in Jesus Jesus he didn't have much but he did for a lot of people he gave them love he gave, he comforted them he gave them rest you know and it says in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We are struggling. Some of us are struggling financially. Some of us are struggling mentally and physically. But we can go to Jesus, and he, he, will, he will give us rest. He will make sure that we're okay. He'll always look out for us, no matter what. Jesus is knocking at the door, waiting for you to answer. He's... Wanting to come in and sit down and have dinner with you. But some people, they only let his foot in the door and they try to shut it, not letting him fully in. Um, and some some of those reasons, maybe because that you're scared or it's, it's trust issues or something like that. But we, we can trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because... He's done all things. He he died for us. He died for our sins. We are no longer in bondage with sin. We're we're free. We're free and we have a purpose. We have a purpose and he will give us our purpose. He'll tell us our purpose. It may not be verbally, but he will point us into the right direction. He's the only one who can change our heart. He's the only one who can change our minds, who can point us to where we want to be, where we need to be, where he, he wants us to be, you know. Our goal is to figure out what his will is and to do his will, you know. And God is loving, caring, and kind, and we can go to him and he can change us inside out. It says in Matthew chapter 23, Verse 26, thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. And I took that as, you know, we can we can go to Jesus. Well, first, actually, I'm going to put it like this. We have a lot of things wrong with us, right? Sometimes we want to focus on our outer appearance, how we dress, how we look, what makeup we put on, talking to the women, and... With the men, we wear about blings and gold and, and wearing shiny products to make us stand out, to make us look fly. Meanwhile, in the inside, we're torn to pieces. We're depressed. We we are worried about something that we shouldn't worry about because Jesus has already got it handled. But we're worried about it because we're, we're not we're not putting our trust in him. God sees what's in your heart. He sees in the inside. He doesn't worry about the outside. I remember when 
Samuel was supposed to go to get a king for Israel. And the Lord said that he looks at the inner and not at the outer appearance. But man looks on the outer appearance instead of the inner appearance. I paraphrase that because I don't know the actual scripture, but, you know, word from word. But God knew you before you even entered the womb, before you even entered this earth. He thought of you before you was still a seed. You were still a seed. Yeah, y'all know. <laughs> he knew you were going. what you were going to do before you did it. He knew all of your steps. He knew what sin you were going to commit. He knew what you were going to do, and he still chose you. He, he still chose you because he loves his people so much. All of his people. Jews, Gentiles, Hispanics, Mexicans. He loved all of his people no matter what. And the thing is, he will never forsake us. He never will. You know, in the Bible, it, it says to come to me as you are. And when we come to him, that doesn't mean, you know, Oh, well, we can come to him and still love our life how we're going to live it. We're not going to want to. You know, we get a taste of what Jesus is and what he truly is, and he shows us his love. We're not going to go back to doing what we were doing before. And even when we do, it's it's not going to be the same as as it was once, once when you were lost, you know, Um when you go to Jesus, he's going to sanctify you. Sanctification, yes, it takes a long time, but you are saved. You're saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. And Jesus will tear down all the walls that have been built up and soften your heart and show you the way and show you what's not the way. He'll change your inner self until you are completely changed. He will do this, and you would not have to lift a finger, you know, and spiritually we are to fast, pray, talk to God, and seek and seek Him, and He shall reveal Himself to us. You know, I was watching um, The Chosen, and there was a scene where um, Mary, Mary Magdalene, you all know the story about Mary Magdalene. She was, Jesus casted seven demons out of her. He, he, he saved her. And um, um, in the episode, of course, she saw another demon-possessed person, and she was overwhelmed. She didn't know how to handle it. So she went back to her city, and she went into the bar and, you know, started drinking, gambling, you know. And um, everybody was looking for her, and she was worried. And Simon Peter and Matthew, the characters in the show, um, well, the, those are bi the biblical names, but the, um, anyway, they went looking for her and they found her and she was feeling like she, she couldn't go back, you know, because of all the stuff that he did for her and how she just threw it all away. And that I felt like that before I felt, you know, like such a hypocrite because you know, I would, I would, I would do things that I'm not supposed to, even though Jesus showed me the truth. He showed me the truth, and I still threw it, threw it away by gratifying my flesh, gratifying the my sinful flesh. You know, that that's what our spirit and our flesh we're at war. Um, to make the story short, 
she went back to Jesus and she cried to him and he said that all he wants is her heart. I'm talking about the show. <laughs> yeah, but not the actual Bible because they don't talk about that in the Bible. They, I guess it was just added on or something like that. Yeah, but um, and, I, and it just had me crying for a good little hour because it touched my heart, really, that sometimes we can watch something or hear something and that'll be our exact situation. And that's how I felt. And at that moment, I realized because these past couple of weeks, I've been in a really, really dark space and that scene really helped me out. So I got back up on my feet. And I started, you know, seeking Christ again. And I was just like, I'm not going to continue to be in my sorrow. We're not perfect. That's why Jesus came. He was perfect. He was born in sinful flesh. And he was made perfect and he didn't sin. He committed no sin. Sometimes we put expectations on Jesus. What we have to live for. What we have to do. And. Jesus didn't tell us to do these things. It's, those are the things of our mind. We expect to live, but we can't. And Jesus knows we can't. So he just wants our heart. He just wants us to follow him. And he will make our paths straight. Jesus, Jesus said in Revelation 1, verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was which is to come, the Almighty. The Lord our God came to this earth, stripped all his power, humbled himself, and lived amongst humans. He was tempted in every way and did not sin. He did all this for us. The living God came to earth and lived amongst us. He taught us his ways and what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. And we're saved through him. God has given us grace through faith. And we can't, we don't deserve it. We can't do anything to get it. It's just given to us as a gift. We are all the same, no matter who we are, where we were born, what race you are, what ethnicity you are. Where you come from, we are all the same. No matter, nor Greek, nor Jew, all, all the same. All receive the gift from God. Jesus had nowhere to go. He had nowhere to lay his head. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 20, Jesus saith, And Jesus saith unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Jesus' friends abandoned him when he was getting crucified. um, Peter denied him three times. It was just very, very ugly, you know. And we as humans, we turn our back on God a lot when we're scared or when we don't understand our situation. David wrote most of Psalms, and he says in Psalm, um, let me find it. I got to find it. In Psalm 23, David says in verse 4, 
Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And we got to remember that God didn't give us a spirit of fear. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to worry. We're only supposed to fear the Lord our God. And he comforts us. He will give us rest when we are in need. And, and when we are in heaven with him, he'll wipe every tear away. Wow, that's just so amazing. He'll make sure that we are, we will never thirst again. We'll never hunger again. We'll never cry again. We'll be at peace. We'll be with him. We'll worship him. We'll get to know him more. We'll have more of an intimate relationship with him. We do have an intimate relationship with him now. But we will be in his presence, his actual presence. One of my favorite verses are in Matthew chapter 5, verse 10. It says, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. No, that's not the one. Never mind. It's actually verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And the only person I can think of who's righteous, because no one on this earth is righteous. The only one, the only person I can think of is righteous is Jesus. He's the only righteous one. He's the only perfect one, you know. And through him, we can do all things. We can strive for perfectionism. We, we can, I don't think, my, in my personal opinion, I don't think we can be perfect, but we can at least strive and try, try our best to live our life for God. Jesus told the Pharisees to clean the inside of the cup and the platter and the, uh, the outer appearance will automatically change. And I think that he told them that because that's when we come to him and when we're seeking rest, when we're seeking him, when we want to be changed, he'll start with the inside first. And then on the outside, we'll automatically be changing automatically while he's working a good work in us. We as humans, we go through so much and we build up these walls, we build up these blocks and block things out. But Jesus is so powerful that he can break through all of those and come into our heart and show us what is right, show us his love. And once we get a taste of that love, we're never going to want to go back to being the person we want to wear. That's why in Romans it says that we are dead to our old self and our new creatures. Creatures. Not Romans, but um, Second Corinthians, where we are dead to our old selves. We are new creatures. The old is no longer in us. Remember that, you know, Jesus was, he was here with us on earth. He knows what we go through. He, he lived amongst us as a human being, another human being. And he, he's seen how hard it was. And he knows, but, you know, we, we still have a choice. We have free will to follow him or not. And we are... Well, I choose to follow him. I hope that you all choose to follow him too because it's amazing. His love is amazing. And what he shows us is amazing. He gives us truths. He's the light in our darkness. It's a song by Chandler Moore and it just keeps playing in my head as I'm recording this podcast. It is by Chandler Moore and it's called He Understands. When Peter denied Jesus, he repented. He wept in Matthew chapter 26, verse 75. And, and Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. He went out and wept bitterly. He went out sorrowful, feeling so sorry that he denied him.
and he repented. After years and years of following Jesus, he denied him three times. And sometimes that's what we do too as humans. We'll deny him. Sometimes we'll walk away because the situation is too hard to handle. But remember, Jesus said, endure to the end. He didn't say it was going to be easy. When Jesus was on the boat, and he was sleeping and his disciples were with him and the wind and the sea was roaring and when you know it was all so dramatic they woke him up to help because they were scared they had him with them with them but they were scared because they didn't have faith jesus said oh ye of little faith when there's a storm in our lives jesus is with us it's going to be bumpy it is not meant to be peaceful you know, we're going to go through persecution. We're going to go through sorrows. We're going to go through trials and tribulations. But as long as our main focus is Jesus, we're definitely going to get through it. Yes, there's going to be hard times, but being honest and having honesty with God, we can get through anything. We can do anything because guess what? We can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. Mary had seven demons in her and Jesus took them out and she followed him. Jesus can heal inside out. And change our appearance the today's topic is appearance by the way and how jesus can change our appearance i tend to go off topic a lot and talk about different things and i'm trying not to do that but i really can't help it just jump from next topic to next topic to this topic to this topic yeah i want to talk about Ju- judas for a second he betrayed jesus too and he hung himself he didn't you know turned to Jesus. He just straight out hung himself because he couldn't deal with the sorrow. He couldn't deal with the guilt. Jesus' disciples left him. Um, Peter betrayed him and Judas betrayed him too. He had no friends in the end. He was left by his friends. He, He went through it alone. He went through it all alone. And in the end, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He died for his people. He died for our sins because we can't we can't do anything to justify our sin. We can't do anything to make our sins be forgiven. The animal sacrifices were only temporary. They were a foreshadowing of Jesus' coming and a foreshadowing of his crucifixion. If God is with us, who can be against us? In Romans chapter 8, verse 31, it says... What shall we say then to these things if God be for us? Who can be against us? And also goes forth down. We are we, Nothing can separate us from the love of God. It says in verse 38, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. 39, Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's nothing we can or cannot do to receive God's love. It's already there for us. We already have it. It's already given to us like how grace is given to us, like how are we saved. And There's nothing we can do to deserve it. There's nothing that we can do to earn it. It's just there. We have been given a comforter also, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide us convict us of sin, convict of, convict us of what's right or what's wrong, point us in the right direction, and 
you know, help us throughout our lives and what we're supposed to and what we're supposed to not do. Jesus was our teacher here on earth amongst us, and now the Holy Spirit is inside of us, teaching us from right from wrong and teaching us the will of God and the will of his work. If we bring one soul to repentance, angels in heaven will rejoice. Jesus wants our hearts, and all we have to do is give him our hearts and follow him. He says to follow me. He told Matthew, follow me. He told all of his disciples two words, follow me. And they got up without hesitation and followed him. When Jesus does his work in us, it's going to be painful. It's going to hurt. But he's doing it to better us. He's doing it so those problems that we tucked away deep down and that we may have forgot about but are still there because we put it in a box and we throw away the key and he's opened that box and he's saying let it out and give it to me and i will take it from you we, we can trust in him we can trust in jesus christ our lord and savior the woman who had the 12 years of the the, the blood clots or the blood issue she said if only i could touch his garment i will be made whole and she was made whole because of her faith. She was healed. All it takes is faith. And one taste of Jesus Christ's love, his teachings, his comfort, and his rest. If we, if he gives us rest, he gives us love, he gives us kindness, he gives us guidance. And all we need to do is sit at his feet, give him our heart, and watch that he will change us inside out he didn't have money he didn't have a roof over his head he didn't have nowhere to lay his head he didn't have nothing but the one important thing he had was love and a caring heart for all of his people today let's break the idea of having these high standards of jesus because it's it's not true he's not asking for much he's not asking you to go and do 10 push-ups and run 3,500 miles just to do to make him happy. No, he's not. All he's wanting is your heart. He's wanting your heart. He's wanting your time. So give him your time. Give him your heart and watch how things change. Become obedient and submit yourself to Christ. And I wouldn't be telling you this if he didn't have, he wouldn't, he didn't have done it for me because he did. He showed me so much joy he showed me pain he showed me suffering but in the end he showed me his love his greatness his kindness his mercifulness in romans 13 verse 7 it says beareth all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things and then it goes on to say in verse 8 charity never faileth but whether there be prophecies they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Vanish away. Charity never fails. Charity is love. Charity means love. Love never fails. And Jesus showed us his love. God showed us his love for us by giving us his son. 
And if only we can do things in love, not in hate, not in pettiness, not in, you know, revenge, you know, because revenge is the Lord's work. He will revenge for us all. So we don't have to worry about that. But in all things, do it with love. I mean, Peter was a murderer. He murdered people and Jesus came to him. And told him to do it no more. To do it no more. And he stopped. And became Peter. Jesus will do a great work in you. All you have to do is allow him in. Open that door. Let him come and eat dinner with you. And let him do a great work in you. It's time to let go of the suffering and the pain. And just give it all to God. And allow him to do that work. Finally, let him in, open the door and say, come on in and he will come in. Don't shut the door on his foot. Let him fully in and watch and see and everything shall be done according to his will. The two greatest commandments that Jesus left with us is to love thy God with all thy heart, soul and mind. And the second one is love thy neighbor as thyself. Everyone is called and everyone has a purpose and nobody can do your purpose except for you jesus called you to do this jesus called that person to do that and we're all supposed to do according to what he say and it may be different for us and we're all the same but we have different purposes but it's all leading to the same place which is in heaven with him but we are to flee from all sin. We are to run to him, be at his feet, allow him inside, and he will change us. Allow him to do a good work in us and allow him to be the first in our lives and to put him first and to love him and to do his will. Those problems, that pain that you're going through, just give it to him and he will take it. Imagine. Him holding his hand out to you and placing it in his hand. And you will feel so much relief by giving it to him. Tell him what you're giving him and he will fix it. He will restore all those pieces that were broken. Restore them and fix you perfectly new. Remember, we are made in God's image, not man's image. You know, I was just thinking, um, I don't mean to be loud. That was loud. That was mad loud. Wow. Um, my bad. Um, I'm just, something hit me in my brain. Um, I was just thinking, you know, we can run to the world. We can do all these worldly things. We can live in sin. We can go to sin for comfort. But whenever it's time to, you know, think about, there's that thought that crosses our mind. Go to Jesus. He will, he will help us, you know. We don't because we feel so ashamed, but he's, God is not looking to condemn us. He He wants us in his presence. He wants that relationship with us. And that's what Christianity is all about. Christianity is all about that relationship, that intimacy with God, that getting getting to know him and him showing us who he is. It's not about, you know, um, all these judgy people all these people telling you to do this or do that or you're doing it wrong or you're going to hell and all this 
stuff. No, it's not about that. But it's about building that relationship, working on a relationship, reading your word, growing spiritually with him. God is spirit, you know, and God is also love. And we are to edify one another. We are to edify our brothers and sisters in Christ. That doesn't mean judge them, but we are to lead them and guide them and point them in the right direction on what to do and what not to do. We are to help each other. That's why we are supposed to, you know, have disciples and form a discipleship and things of that nature. In today's world, the world, television, music, they promote a lot of, you know, sin, lust, and drugs and all of that because that's what the enemy wants the enemy wants to pull us away from god he doesn't want us to feel that love because he is evil and he's looking for someone he can devour and destroy he knows his fate and he wants others to join him in his fate but don't be that person walk away go into god's presence repent please please repent we all repent. We all must come to repentance. We all must live for the Lord, do his work, and be be under his grace and his mercy. He is slow to anger. And most of all, God is love. I'm probably going to be saying that a lot. God is love. Because love, I don't think us as humans can comprehend what his love is. We only know what love is from our point of views of humans point of views we don't know what the actual meaning of love is from god's point of view you know if jesus doesn't ask a lot of us he just gave us certain rules and we have to follow them we're not perfect he knows that we can't we should stop setting standards that are so high we're never We'll meet them. We will never meet them because Jesus knows that we can't. The truth is we, we can't meet them. And and he just wants us to come to him. That, that's all he wants. All those who are weary, he will give us rest. And we will get his love. We will get a taste of at what he actually is and who he is. And what what is it that we're supposed to do? He will teach us all things. Me personally, I, when I was lost in this world, when I was in the darkness, I thought that I was going to be in this darkness forever. I thought that I wasn't going to have anyone to bring me out of it. I thought that I would be lusting forever, having sexual thoughts, living, you know, in sexual immorality, living in those type of sins. But Jesus is doing a great work in me and he's delivering me from that and he can deliver you from anything, whether it's sex, whether it's drugs, whether it's um, drunkenness, which is, you know, alco alcoholic, you know, anything, anything he can deliver you from, he really can. And all it takes is going to him, trusting him, loving him and giving him all of you. No matter where we're at in life, whether we're low, whether we're high, whether we're in low or high places, he will come to us. He will meet us where we're at, and he will guide us to into a new life, into a life with him. We'll be dead to our old selves and be living new. We will be cleansed. He will cleanse us. He will work in us. He will 
sanctify us. And all we have to do is allow him in. Allow him in. Jesus said that he, he will give us peace, but not as the world gives. We can't comprehend the peace that he will give us. I can't comprehend the peace that he has given me. I used to lash out, be angry, but now I just listen and just sit back and, you know, I can, we can try to help people. Our jobs are to plant those seeds. But other than that, it's all in God's hands. We can't control anything. And that's what I learned. I can't control anything. No matter how hard we want to, no matter how hard we want to see people saved, we are just not supposed to be doing that. That's in God's will. He is to do that, not us. We are to just plant the seeds and let him handle the rest. We are to trust in God. And to allow him to do his own will, not our will. He will come in a time and place. He'll always come on time. Not when we need him to. Not when we think it's his time to come. But when his time. He comes at the exact time. At the right, correct moment. And he never misses. And he never fails. And he never will fail. Or he will never miss. Because he is our creator. And he is God of the universe. And he is just so amazing. So loving. So kind. And so merciful. Slow to anger. And above all. Again, I will repeat myself. He is a loving God. We are saved through faith faith we we have to have faith and it all it takes is just faith in believing in him and loving him and just oh my gosh it's just so amazing how we have to we only have to do such little things and we are already we're already his we just man i, I can't get my words out we are living creatures who will follow Jesus, who are going to follow Jesus. Now, some of us may be defiant. I know I was defiant at a younger age, but now I'm, I'm living for Christ. I'm living for God. I'm still, you know, we still have problems as Christians, but that doesn't mean that we're going to stop being followers. You know, we are all here. We're all going to suffer. Yes, that is true. But we have Jesus as our comforter. We have him as our comforter, he will wipe, he will wipe every tear away, and he will make sure that we are good with all things, and he'll always provide a way for us, always, 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 always. We may suffer for a short period of time, but in the end, it's all worth it because we will be with him soon, and even though we're suffering, we still have his joy, we still have his peace, we still have his love. And even though we all suffer, you know, again, I must say that he will always provide a way. And we're not going to be suffering for a long time. It'll be a short time, like always a short time. Jesus is love and he is amazing. He showed us his love. He came here, stripped himself, humbled himself and lived amongst us. He knows our hearts. He knows our minds. And he knows everything about us. He is our living God, and all we can do is serve him to the best of our ability and to love him with all of our heart and to pick up our cross and just follow him. We just follow him. He said two simple words, follow me. All we have to do is follow him. He will change our appearance. All we have to do is allow him in 
and our appearance will be changed inside out. We don't have to worry about nothing. Cast our worries onto him because he cares for us and he will he loves his people. The word love is it's very powerful and he is very powerful. <laughs> um his love is for everyone. It's not just for a certain people and we are to be loving and kind people as well as he was to us. We shouldn't um hoard his love for our, for our own sake, but we should spread love and do kind things and just, you know, love other beings as as we love ourselves. And it's just his love is so amazing. It's indescribable, honestly. His love is indescribable. And all we have to do is just allow him in one more time. Allow him in. Brothers around me that I speak life, hold me accountable. When it goes left and I don't want to fight, they remind me what is valuable. If I got to be transparent with you, I'm going to let you know I don't know how to go. But one day.